Hi. I'm Greta. I'm Lauren. And this is a podcast for people who have emotions. Whether you have too many (laughs) or you can't seem to find the words for how to express them, this is for you. So basically for everybody, but yeah. you know who you are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we do not have a title yet because we want you to help us pick one. Uh, you can listen to our behind the scenes, a little episode um, to tell us what you think of the titles we came up with and uh, suggest other ones. Tell us if they're terrible. Yeah. We're the founders of a company called Blue Fever and we're also really good friends. So we had a little fun starting this company together. We have the best meet cute that you guys will probably hear about later, but we're not going to talk about it now. Too much. Okay. We also want to mention that Lauren and I are not therapists, not coaches. You know we are, though. Big Big sisters. sisters. (laughs) We are big sisters. We have little siblings who may or may not listen to us, so that's why we have this podcast. (laughs) Blue Fever is uh, a company we started to help people glow from the inside out. Yeah, so glow is that feeling when you feel your most confident, your most, like, badass, powerful, awesome self, just to be clear. And here's how it works. So you text message into Blue Fever whatever you're feeling, and Blue will send back a video and a tip on how to get that glow back. Yeah, so that's what Blue Fever is. And you can find out more about it later. We should also probably tell who Blue is, because Blue's always, like, our third best friend in the room. So Blue is basically, (laughs) originally Greta and I were texting everyone manually, and then we realized that we had to be texting everybody at the same time. Yeah, it got up to, like, 20,000 people, and we were like, we can't text two, like, two people texting 20,000 people. Like, I'm not good at math, but, like, that math math is no good. (laughs) It doesn't work, okay? We can tell you that from experience, and so... Blue is essentially uh, this digital big sister friend, this super friend that can text all of you guys at the exact same time, and we partnered with some awesome coders, developers, to make that happen. Yeah, who, like, almost all of them are ladies, by the way, which is really exciting. So, okay, and they're on our team. Um, (laughs) So, we created this podcast so we could just go a bit deeper on the most popular and pressing questions that you are texting Blue about, right? Um, Because Blue's still learning, she's still growing, and Mm -hmm. so sometimes, like, you don't get, like, the full answer that you want, and so we're gonna, like, give you that full answer here and then work on teaching Blue how to give you that full answer. Yeah, so some of it's gonna be from us and our experiences and then we're going to ask you guys to submit mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. experiences more deeply. We're going to invite other people in who know things that other we don't. Other experts on yeah. like stress, coming out, breakups, yeah, I mean, coaches, I, therapists, etc. Yeah. yeah, people who just like know what's up. Yeah. Um, and we'll tell you later how to submit those questions. Um, but for now, keep texting blue. And that's how we're picking up what we should talk about. So today, the topic is... Cereal bowl, guys. We eat when we can. The topic is breakups. Breakups. <laughs> have you been through one? I have. Oh, um, multiple, perhaps. I've been through multiple breakups. <laughs> yeah, have I sure. dumped somebody? Have I been dumped? Oh yeah. All of the above. Both agreed. Me too. Been through the eye of the storm. So we are going to talk a little bit about our experiences. So like. Uh, we we have to like time ourselves, by the way, like so we don't talk forever. So each of us is gonna get like a minute to talk about, or maybe like two minutes to talk about like our breakup stories, and like okay, two like, minutes. Yeah, so okay. I'm gonna time you. Okay. Hold on, where the heck is your timer on your phone? Oh wait, found it. Wait, I got. Shh. <laughs> not that word. <laughs> that is what we call a regretta. When Greta says something she's not supposed to, 
It is known as a regretta. Okay. Timer's Hashtag on. And, and... Okay, go, Lauren. And I will just... Me first. I'll, I'll flag you. Yeah. Okay, so I've had a number of breakups starting in... She's a heartbreaker. Okay, so in... <laughs> well, I mean, also, I've been broken up with a bunch. So, I think my first breakup was when I was in, like, seventh grade, and I was apparently, quote, dating somebody in sixth grade, but I didn't know. <laughs> and everybody else was like, you guys are dating, right? And I was like, and yeah, you, sure, right? And just you didn't because you know like each were, other, quote, unquote. And you didn't know you were dating? Well, it's just like... I don't know, I was like 10 or something, right? No, in sixth grade, you were deaf, not 10. You no, were, I was. I was like 10 yeah. or 11. You had to be like 11 at least. Okay, maybe I was 11. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Lauren's like, I was three. And I was like, mm, I was a little young. You're so, smart, but not that smart. <laughs> I was three, and we were going to get married. Um, so, I don't know. I was probably around 11, and I... Uh, I think somebody said, like, we, we knew, me and this kid knew that we liked each other, and so other people are like, you're dating. Mm-hmm. And then I found out in seventh grade um, that we were no longer dating, even though we never really, like, hung out that regularly. Wait, because so other long... people were like, I'm so sorry that he broke up with you. How long was this really, quote, Probably, relationship? like, eight months or something like that, like, from the end of sixth so... grade through, like... So the you, beginning of seventh grade. I'm so confused. So you dated him, but you didn't know your. <laughs> I have two minutes. Don't, okay, go. Okay. So basically, I found out through the grapevine. The I was. I remember this. I was in a hallway, and they were like, "Oh my gosh! Like, sorry that he broke up with you." And I was like, I literally said, "Thanks. That's okay." But that was when I found out about it, and I was like, "That's really sad." And sometimes people feel really alone, like I did in that moment. And if I had had blue text with, that would have been great. But I just I never told anybody about it and just felt really kind of shitty about myself. Okay. So that was one. Then, like, high school, I had a more serious boyfriend, and that breakup was really sad because we were both, like, sobbing, basically. Um, and it was, like, we were getting approaching college and it was time to end it and I broke up with him but it was mm. it was like very sad for both of us and but why did you end it I ended it because I couldn't feel the love from him that I wanted to in the way that I wanted to but I don't think I would have known how to say that then like mm-hmm. I was just like he's not loving me as much you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but I think mm-hmm. it was later on like when I look back at it I realized that we just didn't love in the same ways mm-hmm. even though we loved each other mm-hmm. and that's like probably one of the biggest realizations after the fact through breakups that I've so had you had different love languages uh-huh yeah interesting do we have a hashtag for that by the way Yes, we do. What is it? Hashtag love languages. Okay, so if you want to find your love language, <laughs> if you're in a relationship and you're like, he's not loving me or she's not loving me, like, you know. Learn about what that means. Learn about what that means. And how you text can help blue, yourself. Text blue. So blue text with mood ha- with mood tags. So hashtag love languages. So had a similar situation in middle school where I dated someone for two hours. Um, it was our, <gasps> like. friend had that situation too. <laughs> it was, like, at our, like, like school fair or whatever you know and you like raise money for the school and it was like a catholic school so it was like you know like the church and the school yeah. together or whatever and um this guy came up to me with his friend and he was like so like you want to you want to go out want to be my girlfriend and I was like yeah and I was with my friends and then like he and then he <laughs> walked like yeah and then he walked away and then oh. we dated separately. Like, we were dating each other, but then we were separate for two hours. Then he came to me, and he was like, I just That was, like, me for eight months with that guy. Yeah, and then, he's like, and then he's like, I just don't think this is going to work anymore. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> And he was like, yeah, me too. And I was like, huh. Shoot. And I think that, like, I wasn't. That's so normal. I, I know. It's so normal. I, I think that 
looking back on it right like at the time I felt kind of weird because I'm like what did I do like you asked me out and that was really flattering but then you broke up with me like what happened and I think that as I got older I realized that it wasn't like me it was him and his own insecurities and like dealing with that but it felt like weird and it kind of like how do I have a girlfriend and I kind of yeah yeah like like, I kind of felt ashamed and like I was like excited about it and then like it was over before it started and I was like kind of like ashamed and like it was done in front of our friends and like you know when you're in like middle school and high school where like friends are telling friends about your relationship Uh, business and you're just like no this is my relationship business yeah you don't know how to say that so anyways for any of you dealing with that I've been there and I think the other breakup oh god so there's this guy that I met in high school but we didn't start dating till college and he was my first like love of my life Mm. and yeah and we we ended up breaking up. He like I went and I studied abroad, and I remember sobbing before I left to study abroad because I knew things would never be the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and then mm-hmm. I got back, and he broke up with me. Um, he like picked me up from the airport, kissed me, and then like later that night was like, "I want to break up with you." And I was Ooh. like, "Like I, I don't think this is working anymore." After I had like spent the whole time studying abroad, and making an effort to like talk to him, whatever. Yeah. I found out later that he had cheated on me. What up, Adam? If you're listening to this, <gasps> <laughs> and like, and he acted as if it was like Stop it. <laughs> he acted that was not a regretta. He acted as if it was like not his fault. Anyways, it was made me so sad, and I like lost I was like so sad and I was so angry at the same time yeah I was sangry that oh that's new, it's new not hangry but also hangry I was like sad and angry and I was like so that angry. is so common that feeling after a breakup and it made me mad that I was so sad and it made me angry that I was so sad and sad that I was so angry Do you know we create I mean? a hashtag that's called sangry yeah I think we will but like don't text it yet because we might not have made it yet <laughs> but we'll let you know when we do so like I was so sangry about it and I just like I I wish I had done things better to like deal with that and so I think like I don't know like I had dreams about it it like controlled my brain for so long I had dreams about breakups like years and years and years past yeah and I still have them to this day and I'm in like a relationship with a wonderful guy and like I still will dream about my ex because it's like this wound right that you can't get (laughs) sorry babe (laughs) that you can't get that you can't get over and I think that like you know I don't know it's just really it's really painful so I think today we want to talk about like how do you actually get through the sangry feelings What are of some life? of those tips that we have? Why getting over a breakup is hard. We're just going to like name the things. And if you resonate with any of these things, let us know. One of the things for me with this guy, who I've already said his name, so sorry. Um, <laughs> but Sorry, not sorry. Um, sorry, not sorry. Is that like I was clinging to like what the future was going to be like with him. Yeah. Even though at the end, towards the end of it, like he wasn't really treating me well. But like I was so, like I had painted this idea of the future and like that we would be together and what it look like and we graduate college and all this stuff and like I think that it was like it was so comfortable right and and I just like made all these plans and then all of a sudden those plans were like gone Gone. that was really hard Mm. Um, why is that hard why is that hard because like you set yourself up with all these like expectations and like you basically like created the future and then someone took it away from you but the truth is the future wasn't even real in the first place those things that I had made up in my head were things that maybe we had talked about as a couple or maybe I had just been like oh and we'll like 
move in together after college and this and that. But, like, that wasn't decided or anything, right? right? Just, like, something you've seen before yeah. in real life and, or in movies or TV, and you're like, I would love that. Yeah. I also think that, like, people only remember the positive things. And so, like, I remembered what it was like when things were really good between us. And, like, he was my best friend. And I was like, I'm going to miss you as my best friend. But, like... The fact is that, like, when you go through a breakup, like, you just remember the positive stuff, and that's agonizing and makes right. you really sangry instead of just <laughs> being, like, there were negative things, too, you know? I also Would you agree that if you if you break up with somebody, you may focus on the negative things, but if someone breaks up with you, you focus on the positive ones? Mm, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Like, maybe a little bit more? Maybe a little bit more, because I broke up with my next boyfriend, because that was a mess, but we'll talk about that later. That was really negative, but I don't know, like, this guy broke up with me, and I still, like, I focused on the positive, but I also knew that he had cheated on me, so it was negative. Right. You know? I don't know. Okay, I have one. Yeah. So, something that has, I'm not great at this, but it's mm-hmm. helped me when I've done it, and I've done it for other friends, mm-hmm. is when you go through a breakup, like, designate a friend or two to be the ones that are there for you, and, like, almost make an agreement between you and them, where it's like, there are going to be times when I'm going to be literally like on the ground in the kitchen like sobbing because that's where I feel like I belong (laughs) and I may Uh need someone uh to call text or sit with me in those Mm -hmm. moments like will you be those people or that person so that when you're doing it you at least feel like you have somebody to lean on even if they're not I call it getting a new significant other right (laughs) like like Lauren and I used to live together and we acted like each other's boyfriends find that friend who's going to be your new significant other doesn't have to be in a romantic way right but who's going to like fill that void in ways find a new significant other who's a friend right right then yeah yeah yeah. very yeah yeah, who's a friend we'll talk about rebounding later yeah who's a friend and then you need to like take distance and space away from that ex like do not text them do not snapchat them remove them from social media you are just gonna be agonized like it is gonna be so painful to watch all their snapchats and all their stuff tell your friends I don't want to hear about this person Mm -hmm. like I need my time and space and completely give yourself that time and space and focus on yourself focus on the things that you love um and and falling in love with yourself again because I think when you're in a relationship it's really easy to like get away from like who you are and what you want and especially at the end when it gets kind of like ugly like you you just focus on the other person and what you could have done to make it better or what they mm-hmm. could have done it's like no like that's done right mm-hmm. and and like ariana grande says like thank you next speaking of thank you next um rebounds mm-hmm. so we've all done it um it feels really good sometimes <laughs> Sounds like over in that corner a little bit more uh <laughs> hey i don't think that's true at all actually okay <laughs> rebounds Probably everybody knows what it is, but it's when you, like, have been dating somebody and then you break up and it's sad and so you go immediately for someone or multiple other people, um, mostly to hook up with as opposed to, like, be with the next person. Although you could count a rebound as, and I've done this, like, Mm -hmm. you break up with someone and, like, two months later you're in a new relationship. I guess I'll say this. I want your opinion on this too, G. So rebounds can be fun. Mm -hmm. It's, like, really fun to flirt with people afterwards, especially because you feel so like bad about yourself that getting that validation is like this is awesome yeah but you have to make sure that you're actually getting validation from yourself and not just from other people because it's a slippery slippery slope exactly so like that's the thing about rebounds is that you're gonna want to do this stuff Mm -hmm. but if you are a little bit aware this stuff meaning like flirt with other people spend time out in the world as like a single person spend time out in the world as a single person and sort of be like 
on the prowl on the hunt like I'm available very more openly than maybe you would normally if you were like a year past your breakup but still single right you're like kind of in it right now not everybody acts like this after breakups but like a lot of people do it can be both emotionally detrimental to you and also physically potentially dangerous for you if you are rebounding a little hardcore and I just want everybody to be aware of that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that by putting yourself in vulnerable positions like flirting with people etc you can be um not realizing that you are just in so much pain and it's coming out in this quote fun way right and that could bite you in the butt in so many different ways. And then the other one is if you are literally like hanging out with people that you don't know or, mm-hmm. you know, hooking up with them too fast, et cetera, like, then, then you could be putting yourself in physical danger of like and we do not sexual want assault and like drinking and stuff like and that. And that's why you have that friend who's your new significant other who's like there watching out mm-hmm. for you, right? Um, another thing about rebounding that I want to talk about before we kind of wrap it up and give you two actionable things that you can do is a lot of girls will say, like, who are in, like, heterosexual relationships, they'll be like, we broke up and, like, it's only been two days and he looks like he's dating someone else or looks like he's whatever. That is what has happened to me. I saw it on Instagram. All of a sudden I see all these pictures go up of this guy, like, with this girl who I always, with my ex-boyfriend who I always thought he had a thing for this girl, like, just immediately moved on. And what I have seen and this is anecdotal but I've heard it enough from enough people at Blue Fever and Mm -hmm. beyond is that like men and women tend to grieve a little bit differently yeah and that typically like women will not jump into something else right away and maybe like guard their emotions a little bit more they might do a casual rebound whatever but like they're not going to jump into a full-on relationship that's like generally what I've seen there are total exceptions sure um and that women will grieve in that way Mm -hmm. they're a little bit more private you know eating ice cream right or mm-hmm. not I I like lose my appetite when I'm really sad but with guys like they will tend to just like go out and like I'm gonna go out I'm gonna party I'm gonna go hang out with people I'm just gonna jump into something else they try to fill the they void. try to they try to fill the void and then like three months later this happened to me two different I think times, I'm a little bit more like that guys will come back to me two months later and they will not be over the breakup yet but I am taking that two months to get over it yeah and then and they're then, like <gasps> and then they're like wait I want to be with you still and I'm yep. like I'm over this yep. so just know that it has That's literally nothing to do with you if you see your partner moving on like it's ahead of of you it's their way of grieving and like you like you have to know that that it literally has nothing to do with you it's a great point and you're like how could they do that well how could they do that because they're a different person and everybody has their own weird ways like good or bad of grieving and like you never know what's going on inside of somebody's head so all you can do is take care of yourself Mm -hmm. and so some ways we want to suggest you take care of yourself Mm -hmm. are this one create like scheduled time to be really sad okay because if you don't give yourself that time then it's going to be bottled up within you and it's just going to spill out at weird times and you might do things like Lauren was saying like do rebounds and stuff that you're Mm -hmm. just like not happy about so like schedule time at the beginning of the day at the end of the day you can be alone you can be with somebody yeah yeah and and get and cry your eyes out or be angry and like hit a pillow or scream or watch something we have this awesome hashtag that's called hashtag wanna cry it's a mood tag called mm-hmm. hashtag wanna cry that I highly recommend yep there's other what other breakup hashtags would be just good? start at hashtag breakup 
Okay. Because then you can choose your path, like yeah. the way that you're feeling and what you need in that moment. And yeah, want to yeah, cry yeah. is one of those results. Right. Yeah. yeah. So like hashtag breakup or hashtag want to cry mm-hmm. would be great for scheduling that time for yourself. Yeah. And Blue can really help you walk you through that and um, and has lots of recommendations based on what has helped other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and Blue will give you videos and tips mm-hmm. for that. And the next thing that we recommend doing um, is writing a letter to your ex. Lauren, do you want to talk about that? Or do you want me to talk about it? Oh. <laughs> but it's, it's a letter you're never going to send, by the way, to be clear. Oh, I'm thinking of a letter that got exchanged between me and, it, and an ex once, <laughs> and I don't feel like it's the right way to yeah. do it. So maybe so, you talk about that. But hop in here. Hop in here. So a great exercise to do is to literally. Like journaling. Is like journaling. And you can also do this with blue. Um, you can also text you blue, text hashtag, blue hashtag vent, and you can like write this letter as yeah. a vent to blue digitally. Um, mm-hmm. digitally uh, so you can do that. Um, but, uh, and we'll put in the show notes too, like all the hashtags that we mentioned. Yeah, that's um, a good idea. Um, but uh, you can either do this digitally with blue or you can write on a piece of paper and write a letter to your ex that you will never send them. Mm-hmm. And of course, everything you send to blue is completely private, so yeah. we're not going to send it to them. Um, <laughs> but like... You have three prompts that you're going to use. I have to say goodbye to you because. Okay? Tell them why you have to say goodbye. And I learned from you these things because you have to have learned something from them, either about yourself or about how you want to be treated or how you want a relationship to be, or it could be anything that you've learned at all. And then the last thing is, like, thank them. Again, thank you next them and say, what do you want to thank them for? could be thanking them for a learning. could be thanking them for, like, ending this relationship because maybe you didn't have the strength to do it or the courage to do it, thanking them for being kind when you dumped them. I don't know what it is, but thank them for something. Find some gratitude in the situation and take that letter and write it or text it to Blue and get it all out of you. Yeah. I'm going to add one to that. Yeah, yeah, and add another one. When I need to get something out of myself Mm -hmm. because I don't tend to talk about it like verbally, something I'm angry about or need to vent about, Mm -hmm. I need to write down. So, like, when I have, like, in my journal in high school, when I have done this without it being as kind of structured a prompt as Mm -hmm. you just said, I write out what I'm angry about. Yeah, that's great. What I'm, like, mad at them about. Just because it gets me to the point where then I can do what you just said. So, start with, like, ends that way. Yeah, I mean, like, stuff that you want to vent about. So, I'm angry because, write out all the reasons you're angry. I need to say goodbye because. Yes. I've learned this, these things, and thank you for. Okay? We'll put these in the show notes, but, like, text that that to Blue or write it on a piece of paper, whatever you feel more comfortable with, and just get it out of your body and know that you are going to be okay. You will not feel like this forever. We promise you. Um, You will. There's so many other things we could talk about with breakups. If you want to – we can always do a breakup plus episode later. I'm sure we will. But but I think that the important thing to to remember is you're not alone people like Lauren and I and other people who are maybe a little bit more like you, right, have done this before I've gone through this. Like, you will get through it. You mm-hmm. just need to take care of yourself right now. Um, and know that's okay. all going to be okay. Okay. So, so want to let you guys know that in order to get more information about how to text with Blue or to sign up if you're not yeah, signed yeah. up, find out more about this podcast, et cetera, just go to bluefever.com. Yeah. Check out bluefever.com and um, and let us know if you have any feedback. You can always shout out to us on Instagram at bluefever, B-L-U-F-E-V-R. 
Um, and we're just really here because we want to help and we want to make sure that all of you can get to your version of GLOW, whatever that is. Lauren and I are working every day to get to our version um, and we're here to support you and you're not alone. Okay. We love you all. Virtual hug. Virtual hug. Mwah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>